Hello, hello, hello. My name is Suli. Hi, I'm Fiona. Hey, I'm Song. And we're the recruiting coordinators, and you are listening to Beyond the Uniform Podcast. Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, we have some very special guests for you today. But before we begin, it's time for the packet song of the week. All right, Ooh. so drumroll, please, everyone. Here we go. And the packet song of the week is... Take on me! Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Big surprise. Oh, gets me every time. <laughs> oh, Gotta wow. love it. <laughs> I'm going to introduce our drum major, Mary Maharas, and then Stunt, which is our field show writing committee in band. Hello, my name is Mary. I am your drum major for the 2020 season. Um, I'm a rising senior and I play the saxophone. Uh, hi, I'm Raymond. I'm a rising junior uh, bioengineering major and I play the glossal spiel. Uh, my name is Raj. Uh, I'm also a rising third year in school and band and I play the trumpet. My name is Elise. I am a rising senior and I play the cymbals. Okay, Esther, that's cool. Anyway, <laughs> I'm an upcoming third year in band and third year in school. And yeah, I play uh, mouthphone. Hi, I'm Esther. I'm a third year in both band and in college. And I play <laughs> the saxophone. Hi, I'm Yui. Um, I play bass. So you're in band. Great. Thank you for all introducing yourselves. So, Mary, maybe you can answer this, but what does stunt really do? You know, like I said that they write our shows, but what does that mean? Yeah, for sure. So uh, unlike any other college marching bands, uh, the Cal Band is really unique in that the students actually get to make our own shows and create um, whatever vision we have for the season onto the field. And um, other than creating the shows, we are also tasked with uh, essentially ready rehearsals, making sure everyone's form looks good. And you're um, also in charge of teaching everyone that comes into the band, all our fundamentals. Does anyone in stunt want to elaborate a little bit more on what we do and how that experience has been so far? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During the season, uh, we, we definitely, yeah, um, we, we really get to be hands-on with the entire process which is great in terms of being able to start the process with a lot of the creation of pictures and also at the very end if we see that there's people who uh, have spots that are maybe like harder to run we have we have control of pretty much the entire that entire process that we can help we even talked with our uh, work with our music committee to make sure that the shows are as easily flowable as possible to make the shows overall as good as it can be so it's been an amazing experience so far yeah, and I just want to add that I really like Caliban's like drill writing system as like just a bunch of students writing shows for students for like the bigger audience of students in a football in a football stadium because a lot of other marching bands as you may know especially even college or even high school you usually get a professional drill writer just buy it off online but here you are just being creative and having the opportunity to do this for each other. Um, so Mary, if you want to start. Um, please tell us about your first uh, fall training program experience. You know, like, was it difficult learning the, the marching style? You know, give us all the tea. Yeah, sure. So um, my very first FTP was in 2017. It was an amazing experience, I think, coming in. I was a little bit scared because I didn't have any kind of marching experience in high school. Um, music experience, too. Although I've been playing for a while, um, it wasn't, it was never really, like, really intense. Um, but when I came into the Cal Band, like, 
although it was a little bit challenging, um, the people around me made it so much more worth it. So I was assigned a teaching assistant. Her name was Shelly, um, and she essentially guided me through this whole entire process. And, and through that, I felt really comfortable. I felt really welcomed. And that's also when I like met my section, met other people from the band. And that's when I was like, you know, this is the place for me. Um, in terms of whether or not it was difficult learning the marching style, I think, you know, it does, um, it did take some time for me to get accustomed like marching and playing at the same time. And for the saxophone, we actually don't wear neck straps. So fun fact. Um, so that was also a little bit of a challenge, but um, looking back at it, it was, it was one of the best experiences of my life. And that's why um, I'm where I am right now today. How about Elise? you have anything to add? Yeah, so I actually joined band as a second year in school. Um, and for me, I was nervous because I thought as a second year, there might be kind of a stigma or that I'd be with like a bunch of freshmen. Um, but going to FTP, so I went in 2018, was one of the first times at Cal I really felt like I was part of a group and that I was with people who I could vibe with. And that was a really big relief for me because I feel like my freshman year, I had a really tough time getting just accustomed to social life at Cal. But for me, FTP was really transformative in that I was able to make friends, just hang out with people and have a really good time. So I really, really enjoyed FTP. I thought it was so great. So how about you, Esther? Yeah, so FTP was honestly like everything I was expecting and more. I remember one of like the first things I did on the day I got to um, Berkeley was to sign up for FTP and that night uh, all the tenor saxes went to dinner and I just remember being sh like basically shoved into this giant van and we all driving to this like taco place and they're just blasting all I want for Christmas is you and it's just like the greatest like memory and like we pass it down every year and it's just like one of my favorite things about FTP and then while the um marching itself was quite painful especially for tenor saxes we don't also get neck straps and it's like heavy and our pinkies are dead but just because of like the camaraderie and like just the friends you make just instantly right there just makes it all worth it so yeah tenors are cool <laughs> yeah we get it silly you're a tenor <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. Um, Esther, if I could also ask, um, if you had your choice, would you choose to play All I Want for Christmas is You? Or would you consider switching to Last Christmas by Wham? Which I consider one of the best Christmas songs in the world. Okay, listen. So yes, that song is good, but the hype is in All I Want for Christmas is You. Just the first like note, you know it's going to be a good time. So. All right, you know what, that's fair. Um, Get back to me when Henry Golding stars in a movie. Adapt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on, Raj. Why don't you tell people your, your FTP experience? Yeah. It's me? Okay, it's me. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, my FTP was uh, great in like a very, almost like a uh, very learning kind of way. I think um, Mary put it generous uh, in terms of her learning, but she was probably good after like day one. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I barely had like half a pep band. I wasn't, hadn't even been close to even being a part of a marching band until Cal Band. And um, learning a lot of the high step was definitely very new for me. And uh, it definitely was uh, a big learning curve for me just because uh, it was completely new, very different. And um, the entire process ended up being very, uh, very fun and very like, just different. Um, but the community overall at FTP was great. Um, 
I think uh, having uh, a lot of the trumpets, like such as Fiona and Psalm, really being there the entire time, uh, helping me out uh, throughout, and also just like really sh showing that we're welcome here at Cal uh, was an amazing process. Um, my tea was Taryn, and uh, it, it's so interesting with Taryn, who uh, was a senior at the time, but um, it seemed like such a far gap, and he made it feel like we were friends from off the bat. And then we ended up playing IM basketball for like the next uh, two semesters together and winning a bunch of games. So it's crazy kind of just how like he went from being like my teacher and introducing me into Calvin immediately into be being teammates on the basketball court. So that's what I always remember uh, coming out of my first FTP. So why don't we go to Raymond? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and my FTP experience was really great. I know it was, a, it was quite a hectic experience for me. Uh, there was a lot going on. I just got off the flight and I was, you know, unsure of where to put my bags and everything. And so I was definitely, with, with all that, I was definitely a little bit nervous. Uh, there was, um, for me, I'd never done any marching band before. And so going to FTP, seeing you know, everyone all this, do all this marching, it made me a little intimidated. But then my teaching assistant, who was Elena, uh, she was fantastic. She really guided me through the process. I was surrounded by a lot of people who, uh, a lot of the older members really wanted to help me, really wanted to help me succeed. Um, and that made me feel really nice. And on top of that, I made some of my best friends uh, in those days. Uh, it was a really nice community of people. I still call them some of my best friends. Um, and so overall, uh, that was just one of the best experiences I've had. Uh, I can honestly say it was, it was a great time and uh, fully, fully one of the best parts of the band. How about you, Dwayne? Well, this is very scary because uh, I didn't come to an FTP my um, freshman year. So my first XCT experience was uh, when I was a TA. I would just throw it right into FTP. Um, <laughs> and I'd say, I, I'd say for me at that point, I feel very overwhelmed because there's just so much going on in FTP. There are fun things. There are like a lot of band traditions, but I'm also really confused because everything goes by so fast. Um, but now looking back, it is truly exciting three days um, because so much fun stuff happened and I bonded so much more with my session, section and the section that I'm teaching. It is just really fun. Um, and one small thing I remember is my first interaction with Raj. It's a memorable time. Um, I, it was like the second day FTP or something. It was at night. I was super tired. Um, after hall work, I just went laying on the grass. Um, and then Raj, who back then was a sex con member, approached me very friendly. He was like, are you dying? And I was like, I'm hanging there. He was like, do you need a med com? I was like, no, 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 bro, I'm okay. But yeah, that was my first interaction with my fellow stunt member, Raj. <laughs> and finally, Hannah, what was your FTP like? Yeah, I mean, I didn't go to FTP actually. I, I forgot what I was actually doing. I was helping out like my old high school, still thinking I was going to like March drum corps during the summer. But I remember it was Raj who messaged me, hey, um, are you coming to secondary? And I was like, <laughs> oh, excuse me, what is Calvan? So that was kind of my first start into Calvan. Uh, it's not like I regret not going to FTP or anything, but it was like, you'll be fine if you don't go. 
because secondary they do a good job of teaching you and I mean granted I did have a lot of march I did come into band with a lot of marching experience but like it's just a good time everyone makes it fun very casual and everyone's just there to help each other out all right so what is your favorite part of the uniform okay I would say for me um from a regular uniform I like the hat from the drum major uniform I also like the hat so I love hats I don't like hats because I wear a size large and it reminds me that I have a big head. But I'm not like Raj. He has like an XXL or something. <laughs> this is this is true. <laughs> um, I guess I can go next. Um, again, I actually would say it's the hat. It's the most um, iconic piece. We are the ones who depict. We um, It's usually the thing or image that's depicted on a lot of our logos, on a lot of our just like images that we use for like um social media and just relations and it's just yeah i just love it and part of it um it's even part of our show with the hat salute so overall a great piece yes esther good answer my favorite um is probably actually the spat um i think <laughs> um for me at least I, I really like um to me that's like this like the last thing i put on for a game day and for me it's like this is it this is the start of the game day this is like it's a small such a small thing that's not necessary whatsoever um but i feel like for me it just represents that game day feeling and like the next time i'm able to put like um that spat on it's like yeah we're back hopefully it's something put your spats on last yeah why what else would you put it's on so most? hard to bend over when you have the coat on to like put on your spats i do it like i hate spats i can yeah. never i always get them like flip them so like i put them on the wrong foot and then i can also never buckle them correctly that's very true i was so afraid that people will have will like the same part as i do but ugh, unbelievable nobody shout out this part of the uniform so my favorite part of the uniform is the pocket inside the overlay it is such a handy dandy stuff to have and truth to be told, I put a lot of things there. So, um, so regularly people put their music in the overlay, the packet, that is very regular. I also put a cheat sheet for my show in my overlay, um, even when I'm just a new man, um, not because I actually looked them, but because they give me confidence. When I march the show, I'll be like, Worst, uh, worst case scenario, I will take out my little cheat sheet in my overlay and I will read it off. But it never happened, but it gives me confidence. Um, and oh my gosh, I, I put so much snack from um, barbecue into my overlay. Um, yeah, I actually every time when I march pregame, there's always like a small pack of hot Cheetos and like... Um, Doritos inside my overlay. Um, yeah, they never fell off, so people never notice, but that is the secret. I gotta say, I'm a huge fan of our shoes. Uh, uh, the shoes that we wear for marching, especially because they're, I mean, they look so nice, they're pretty new, and you can even use them in other situations. I personally have never used them outside of band, but I know some people who have even used them to, to um, for formal occasions. Um. My favorite part of the uniform is probably the belt. 
even when you get that big oversized uniform your freshman year that is two times as big as you because you know all upperclassmen already got fitted earlier the belt makes you feel so snatched that your life's together and everything's going to be okay also it just feels like a very good hug at all times um so yeah the next question is just shout out your answers what has been the favorite formation that you've ever done for a halftime show their real stunt because they got to think about what it really was for their answer they're not just going to say like cow script cow (laughs) (laughs) i would say another script was pretty um pretty cool last year uh script pride i thought that was uh really well timed with the music say the wrecking ball is also cool i also like the wedge I, i just think when it's done right it looks really clean mary is there a certain show that the lunch was really good on, do you remember? It was against uh, Stanford. I really liked our Lady Gaga show from 2017. It was very different, I think, the way that it's charted compared to how we chart now, uh, which is really cool. Um, I think for me, it was the bicycle from Shakira show. Um, it was, um, to preface it, the reason why I like it, for one, it just looks great in general. And it's just, I was one of like the spokes of the wheel. So it's just fun, like, and I was just like kind of rotating in like the smallest circle imaginable. And this was after um, song, I think it's like called Whenever, I'm not quite sure, but it was like, basically I had come from dance block into that, um, onto the field and it was like the most chaotic thing. And so just to transition into bis- to um, the bicycle stunt sheet afterwards, it's just like really calm and it's just fun after that, but yeah. I think I'm gonna take a popular one here with the horse from Guitar mm-hmm. Hero, I believe, I think. For me, iconic. definitely, I think, not only the sunshine itself, but I think the way we pulled it off was a lot better than, not necessarily what I expected, but the progression from where it was to where it got to be. Um, I think not only inspires like, or not only it was like, oh wow, like I was part of this, but kind of inspires like our ability um, as a band, if, if we all have our minds together. So the horse and guitar hero, where we move is definitely a favorite. Um, I think anytime there's sort of a reaction from the crowd, um, this isn't technically a formation, but dance block for Shakira, when we started dancing and uh, the whole dance team started cheering for us, that, mm. was, that was a great feeling, uh, as well as uh, most of the big game uh, stunt sheets, like especially the black hole with the, the S to Cal. Uh, hearing the crowd absolutely like go nuts when we formed the cow was super super cool oh my gosh at least i second that i also have that little performer um i don't know emotion that i like the stun sheet when people like it um my favorite would be the conservation of momentum I don't remember what that is called. If you remember, like the balls hit into each other. Newton's that cradle, one. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> um, I just remember, like, I wasn't even in the ball. I was marking time um, with my face. But, but, but I see the ball coming. And I hear the crowds like, ah! And, um, uh, yeah, it, it was just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, uh, it's actually more like it's probably one of the simplest we did, which was, um, and we had a science show uh, against Stanford, and we did, uh, we and we had essentially Newton's cradle, um, which is you know the four balls and and the two go back and forth, and I think it was just, 
even though it was a very simple formation, I think it was just so great in that everyone knew exactly what was going to happen. And the crowd, which was a lot of Stanford, um, a lot of Stanford alumni and Stanford students, they still loved it um, because it was just such, it was just such a cool image. And you could even see the, uh, uh, our image was on the big screen. And so you could watch the image as we were marching it. And that was just one of my favorite moments. Um, that, that's made that, that show made that big game all the more better. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, it was a very nerdy show, but I think it was the right audience to play it for. Cool. Now that we've heard about your favorite formations from the past, let's switch gears a little bit. So as members of STUNT, what goes into charting these shows? Yeah, so charting a show, there's a lot of really small steps that go into it that regular members of the band really don't know. Um, I know that this year we had the opportunity to opportunity to at least like go through some of the steps, which was really helpful. Um, so we have this software called Calchart, and it's essentially our drill writing software. Uh, each college marching band has their own writing software, but I think what's really unique about this um, system is that it's made by Cal alumni uh, for for the band. So it, it's very unique in that way. Um, and then through that software, we try to make different ideas come to life. You know, one person might have different ideas about images that can work on the field or different flows that can work on the field. You know, how to make an impact through these images that we make. It's, it's really the biggest question. How do we make sure that the students love it? How do we make sure that alumni love it? How do you make sure people who aren't really affiliated with Cal love it? So there's definitely, there's definitely that with balancing all those different interests um, when making a show. But um, otherwise, I'll kind of leave it to other stunt members it, um, to explain how they, I guess, try to chart different images on the field um, and what their experience has been like. When I think about making a show, whether, whether it is pregame or like a show, I really like the idea of building a story, um, at least in some sense. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to have like a climax and ending, like a typical story, but as an audience member, like what do you see as it like grows from the start to the end? And I think for me, that's where I think about, oh, what kind of image, what I want uh, near the end, I want something to really like pop, uh, things to like really show like this kind of closing, whereas in the beginning, or maybe in the middle, things that are maybe a bit more drawn out, like a flow, which pretty much is um, that the image stays pretty much the same, but like certain parts of the image um, move. Like, so for example, as Esther mentioned, like the bicycle, uh, the bicycle essentially stays the same, but it moves. So um, that's what I think about when, in terms of uh, making these ideas. But really besides that, listening to the song, right? Listening to the lyrics and the words um, and thinking like, hey, like this would be a cool idea to make as a century, whether it's obvious or whether it's not obvious. Like if a song is called Water, right? Making like, something around water versus like making something that resembles water. It's two different things. So looking at that, it's always like definitely a great start in terms of like making stunt shoots and building a show from the ground up. Yeah, I think um, in terms of how I specifically like to chart um, is, uh, I mean, like I said before, like crowd reaction is sort of, is my favorite thing. When we can get a crowd reaction, that's, that's when it feels pretty amazing. Um, so I really like to chart sort of larger, more recognizable kind of things. Um, like we said before, like the horse, uh, there's also the dragon and the Shrek show from a couple years back. Um, I think those are things that sort of represent the song. 
but are also instantly recognizable to the audience. And I think being able to achieve that, it is difficult because not every song, you know, can have something that is that easily chartable. But when we can achieve that is, is when <laughs> I transcend, yeah. Um, I guess another thing when it comes to thinking about charting is like, try to being as being as like clever as you can also. I feel like there's a lot of like moments that gets audience reactions when it's like an aha moment. Um, Trying to think of any specific examples right now. Yeah, never mind, actually. A lot of times when I chart, I like to think about the magicians, like the magicians that will guide the audience to look at specific stuff and ignore specific stuff. Um, and they will like, for example, in the script Pride, people will know that you will form something, but until we finish it, people don't quite know. So they will be like, keep thinking like, oh, what is this? What is this? Um, and I feel in this way, we can also engage the audience a lot because they will be constantly thinking about it and they will be uh, try to like expecting something to happen. Um, and I feel uh, at the audience, that experience will be really nice. And speaking about that, a lot of times when we chart, we also, think about the experience for the audience, like, will it look good, like, on the audience angle, not just like on the chart, like from a bird eye wheel that looks great. I actually finally thought of an example, um, where you kind of help with that. But it, I think the Shakira show, like when the, all the lines like click together into the soccer player, and like the ball kick, it was just like very clever, because it's like, oh, Shakira, it's um, football, you know, like, I, I all that and just like also the mysterious like oh what are these lines forming into what are they gonna do as you can see we've been brainwashed to think the Shakira show is the perfect show um made by our own Mary Baharans last year um and so um as the script says um please go watch the show um on the Kelvin channel all right you all you guys all had really interesting answers you're all like very different and unique and how you want to like make a show and convey what you have just like a follow-up question but like you know like how long does it take to make a show like from start to finish from the brainstorming to like the last edit of it I honestly think like the moment that you have your show themes is when the show creation starts because that's the moment when people start brainstorming especially for different topics different themes that they might think might really fit well with the show so Usually that happens around March or April. So I think when that happens, that's when you can like really think about, oh, wait, how is this going to be like a super awesome show? Um, so it, it, it like bakes inside your head for a really long time. But when you execute it is, I think, one of the funnest parts is, is that because you can like show it to your uh, fellow stunt members, uh, ask them for help, feedback. And that process is, uh, it, it, takes, it takes a long time trying to like, you know, switch stunt sheets over to different people and um, people in stunt this year, um, they've had the opportunity to do that um, to some degree, although we aren't able to march these shows, um, which I think is still very important and it gives you a better appreciation of the process that not a lot of people see behind the scenes of. So um, yeah, if other people want to chime in. I would say, yeah, especially in terms of, well, in terms of creating the pictures themselves, um, those definitely take time. Uh, but a lot of the time that is not really seen or like not really thought about from I think even like my perspective before joining Stunt was how much time take, uh, 
doing transitions between the stunt sheets would be um, making sure it lines up with the music, uh, making sure it makes sense to the music, right? You don't want people to be marching like diagonals when a big, um, a big part of the music is happening. So I think a lot of those hours almost like double the time that you would expect in terms of just making the images. And that can therefore last for weeks and weeks. Um, a lot of it also before the school year even starts. So a lot of that work, especially for mine, happened during the summer. Uh, what's also interesting though, is I think at least for a couple of the shows that we did this year, um, sometimes we just add, add sun sheets like right before finishing everything. Like I know for the end of the Nick show, um, the last song was pretty long and we had a bunch of sun sheets and put together, but we just needed like one more to, to figure out how to end everything. Um, and then that night we just, we just came up with the sun sheet. I think it was the love triangle. And then we were able to finish the show. Uh, so, and some of the sun sheets that we had also like were from March. So it, it I guess in total was like a six month long process. <laughs> I think one extra like a little element, um, that I don't know if this fits into any the last two questions, but I'm also thinking of sun sheets that are like have a second meaning, I think. Um, was always something that was always super, <laughs> um, was always like thing that, like when you create a stunt sheet, it's not never like the final draft, but just like an essay. Yeah, and I think when you create a show and when you really create a stunt sheet, uh, in terms of creating that, yet again, creating that story, I think uh, you end up rearranging stunt sheets. And, but when you change like two sentences around, just like as if you were changing in an essay, like that transition completely becomes completely different. Wait, which, which double meaning were you talking about? Oh, uh, the double meaning I was talking about referring to was the love triangle um, from uh, iCarly and Victorious, where double meaning is probably not the right word, but it has two meanings um, between like the two shows where both shows have a love triangle. Within a them. shared theme. That's the word, yes. There we go. A shared theme between the two shows that I think brought some interesting things. And I guess um, it was also the same triangle that was used, or a similarly shaped triangle that was used for a previous show. Um, shout out, Obi. I, I feel uh, stunt is being a little bit passive and misleading right now. It seems like it takes forever for us to charge show, and it seems like we work 24-7. Maybe it's true, because I also chart in my dreams sometimes. Um, when I can't figure out transitions, I will just go to sleep. And in my dreams, I will continue experimenting and doing all the trials and errors. Um, that is true. And when I figure it out, I will just automatically get woke up and start charting again. Um, however, um, I feel a good thing about stunt is we are a committee. So we have a lot of people um, and when some like we are also students right we can't just chart every day at, at any time and when we need to go to classes we do homework project midterms come up um there will always be other people like they're um slacking a little bit in classes and they will be doing stuff and when my busy time is over i will go and pick up what they're doing um so you can say that stunt operates 24 seven, but definitely not one person 24 seven. That would be so scary. Yeah, it's um, definitely a lot of rotations. We have a specifically a timeline where we're able to keep one another like um, 
like taking account one another's schedules, like, oh, you have a midterm this week, we'll hop in, help you out and such. And so that really helps um, with like the timing of writing these shows, because sometimes um, there is a little bit of like waiting, like, okay, so the main writer, main creator is a little bit busy. Um, let's create some sentries, have them look through it, and then we'll talk it out. And so, yeah, so sometimes it does take um, a little bit, but it's because there's a lot of thinking, a lot of thought going into it. Okay, so what's your guys' favorite part about being a TA or a sub member? And maybe, maybe what's not your favorite part, you know? <laughs> like, there's good parts, and then there's parts that are probably frustrating. So, like, let's speak about it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, I was, I was a TA in 2018, and um, so I was a teaching assistant, and I taught the trombones. And I had a group of five to six people, and FTP back then was three days. Um, so everything was like packed and we were in Davis, it was like 90 degrees. And so that part was like, it was like super hot, right? And I was like, wow, like, am I gonna make it through this? Like talking for a good like five to six hours straight. But honestly, at the end of everything, it was amazing being able to teach like my group, all the fundamentals, like teach them all the little pointers and seeing essentially my recruit. So um, each TA would, would have their own recruit. I see them grow uh, into like a really fantastic marcher throughout the season. Um, and, and like acknowledging that you had some part in that, I think to me, like that was one of my favorite experiences, um, seeing that growth. Um, I guess uh, as a member of Stunt, I just love charting shows in general, making formations on the field and like really matching up the music and like the images and making sure like people understand what's going on in the field and they enjoy it. Um, so I think I've, I've spoken about this some other times before, but um, so I was tasked with making the Shakira show and making that vision come to life. So it was not my vision at all. It was um, someone else's vision. Um, they said, hey, let's have a Shakira show. And I was like, okay, let's make it come to life. And me and Stunt essentially did that. And I think for me, seeing that um, manifest onto the field was also another favorite part. So this is all like a lot of positives, but trust me, I, I have I have a lot of positives to say. So. <laughs> Um, I really, really loved being a TA. I remember at FTP, I was so excited to meet my, I only had a one recruit, like who was uh, new to band, shout out Sarah Bayumi. Um, but it was super rewarding to see her improve and become a really good marcher. And I especially enjoyed just my one-on-one -on -one sessions with her, just talking her through the process, especially because they're all, most of them are freshmen. And is their first time experiencing just college at all. So it's really refreshing and rewarding to get to interact with someone like that. I'd say my least favorite part about being a TA specifically for Santa Cruz FTP was that my teaching packet just like disintegrated in my hands because it was raining and foggy. <laughs> and I was cold and I just had to wear the same jacket like the whole time. Um, yeah. But that was more a result of just the location as opposed to the role um yeah. and i say my favorite part about being on stunt is getting to hang out with mary miharas <laughs> because she's the best and i'd say uh just getting close with stunt in general has been super super cool i think we've become pretty tight to be honest i know raymond's like yelling at me over the screen he's on mute right now but <laughs> um I see the community that the small community that we've kind of formed has been super cute and fun. Yeah. So besides like being able to be like seeing the 
in charge of like a group of like recruits and seeing them just really improve over it. Um, I think one of my favorite things about TA was actually Tayoff and just like being able to hang out with the other TAs, really get to like meet people you've never like probably talked to outside your section and being able to just like learn so much and do so much in a span of just like a week that you feel so accomplished and ready and so well prepared to like teach these recruits. It's like an amazing feeling. And I just being love, uh, I just love being able to like have that knowledge and to be able to like pass down to like recruits and doing a good job of it. And then for stunt, yeah, like just the community, the community, just being with these um, group of people or just becoming your friends, just coming closer, it's just so nice, especially um, during this time of like COVID when like you don't really get to like meet a lot of people, just being able to just hold on to like a group of friends that you can just really talk to anytime. It's, I, I think, yeah, there's a lot of aspects to band and obviously stunt in general um, that um, I definitely like. And I'd say, um, at least for me personally, um, I'm very much more of a, like, like, person, like a field person in the sense where, like, I love the charting and I love the transitions for sure. Like, it, it, that's definitely, there's like that creative side of me. But, uh, like, getting on the field, like, just doing stuff, hanging out with people in, like, that capacity. Uh, it's like very good, the chaotic production in terms of like when we get through shows, like getting a show together, going stunt sheet by stunt sheet. I, I think that's really where, for at least me, a lot of like that beauty in band really comes. Um, uh, but yeah, with like charting and all that it's, itself, it's definitely bringing out a different part of me that I don't usually get to experiment too much with in terms of like design and imagery. I think for me, um, it's just one of my favorite, I think one of my favorite things about Calvin, uh, certainly from there, I like a lot, is the fact that, um, you know, my first year in Calvin, I was a Newman, I was completely new to everything, I was figuring stuff out, and just when I thought I figured everything out, I became a TA, and FTP became completely different, and the season became completely different, uh, and now I'm on stunt, and so it's, no two years have really been the same, um, which I think is just something that's so great about Calvin, you, you, it's really possible to not get into a run every year if you want to. Um, and what I really, I think one of my favorite things about being a TA at FTP was just, um, was just, you know, right when I thought, oh, I, you know, I know everyone I know in Cal Band, suddenly as a TA, you, uh, you take charge of a new section, essentially. You take charge of teaching a small group of people, group of people how to, uh, how to march. And it's, it's just fantastic. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I'm still friends with a lot of those people um, who I've met in that time. Uh, I was teaching assistant for tennis, by the way, and it was it was just great getting to know people. I think if there was any downside, it was the fact that as a teaching assistant at FTP, you yell a lot, and so I lost my voice a lot, um, and it was it was interesting, but uh, for sure, for sure, it was one of my best experiences. Losing your voice is the best part. What do you mean? That's yeah, that, <laughs> that great feeling. Is <laughs> <It's, laughs> yeah, when you know you put your all into it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting one to explain. You know, I do really uh, resonate with everything that everyone has said so far. You know, I'm also a big marching arts nerd, been like obsessed with marching design and like just the technique and everything. And you know, so stunt be being stunts like a dream. But I also really enjoy how I had to unlearn basically everything I kind of knew about marching arts because Caliban has its own tradition in like I mentioned earlier, just being a student-run organization. So just being in that loop, it has its own like tradition, has its own way of doing things like CalChart, like man, what a time. But yeah, so being on stunts kind of like that. And I guess for being a TA, 
I love being a part of another section. I TA'd for snares, so I go to a lot of perk bondings. And, you know, dude, perk's such a good section. I love you guys so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, so just getting to meet different people in, like, different sections, that's also a really cool part of being a TA. So actually, the thing um, that I like the most about being a TA and being stunt is actually the same. Um, because for the TAs, we teach other bandsmen to march. And as stunt, we teach the TAs how to teach people. Um, and these skills seems to be like, like simple or not as like fantastic as knowing a science equation. But um, every time when people come to us as Benzman or as TA, they want to learn those skills. And we as TAs or stunt member, we help them to obtain those skills and bring the best out of them. And I'm just really glad and honored to um, help them achieve their goals. And when they um, learn stuff, I will feel really happy as well. Um, so that's the part that I like the most about being a TA and stunt. So one cool thing that we've done is we've actually taken some questions from our audience members. So first off, what is your favorite halftime show? Okay, I would say from my freshman year, two of my favorites were The Miley Show, which was the first show I ever marched, and Electric Love, because the music was really good. I'm gonna pick a, I'm gonna have a dark horse pick for this one. Uh, we were watching the, sh the shows recently, and Postmodern Folk is kind of a banger. Like, we sound really, really good, and I think a lot of the imagery comes off really well. Yeah, I don't know, I feel like I've had to answer this before, because I already have, like, a thought of a show that immediately came to mind. Um, it was Road Trip Show. In general, it just like had a lot of fun in terms of like really creative stunt sheets. A lot of um, like TAs were able to collaborate onto this um, show specifically. Um, there was a huge like crowd reaction for New York, New York. Um, so it was, a, that was a lot of fun. We got to do um, kicks, which is we've never done before. So that was really great. We got to add a variety of different um, step types. And overall, it's the first show for um, everyone in terms of like that year. So it's coming back after a long period of like not doing anything into this is our show. This is the first one for um, recruits seeing what Cal Band really is. So yeah, and also the music slapped. For me, in terms of, in terms of purely a show, I would probably say it's not a phase. I think in terms of how much I like to watch it before and after is always something that I appreciate. But in terms of experience, I would definitely say Shrek. I mean, being a part of the Shrek show was a different experience in terms of the environment, like that marching, like the, the slight competitive marching band spirit um, with us when we played it at USC. I think that experience was irreplaceable. I will be cliche now. My favorite show is the science show. Not because I'm a STEM major, or maybe because I'm a STEM major. It's just so cool to transform like professor's lecture note onto the field. It's like crazy. Um, anyways. Uh, God, there's been so many good halftime shows, but if I had to choose a favorite, I would say Shrek Show. Um, I think I really like the music for it, and also some of the studies we did for that were pretty, pretty, uh, pretty um, ambitious. Um, I also just love the fact that we persevered to end up doing that show. That show was one that 
I remember there's quite a few difficulties with getting the marching through because we were practicing in LA when the fires were happening really badly and there's a lot of smoke in the air. Um, and so it was, a, it was a grind to get that show done, but we did. And I think that was one of the most positive memories of my cowband experience. What is the craziest formation that you'd like to chart? So this was something I did chart, but I, I thought it was like really crazy. Um, it was the, I think it's like one of my favorites, but also one of the most complicated stunt sheets that I think the Manhattan March last year. It was the Vortex in Girl Power where everyone was like swirling in. Um, I thought it looked really cool from a bird's eye view, but then rehearsing it, that was a time. Um, it was crazy, it was crazy, that's all I have to say. God, the craziest thing? Um, I don't know. Uh, I generally, um, generally when I see other bands do something, and I, I'm very happy with the way that our current marching style is, but sometimes I see a different band try something completely different from us and I know for me that immediately sparks inspiration in me so I remember when I saw Ohio State doing uh they had the stick figures doing the flossing which I thought was just pure silliness but it looks a lot of fun and I think trying something like that could be really cool for us. A member of the hit seven member k-pop group BTS. Uh, yet again the Nickelodeon show um I think we spent I tried to spend a bunch of time trying to get Drake and Josh to the two stick figures to hug. Um, but on a 2D surface, um, it's just kind of people smacking into each other, um, which didn't really work out. I'll say something that I want to chart because it's too crazy to chart. Um, okay, so this was way back then when I was a little TA um, on a wage trip somewhere, I don't remember, but I was thinking about running stunts and um, at night, I start to dream, and in my dream, I was charting. Um, uh, so the stun sheet is, the stun sheet basically was two wedges colliding to each other, and then they somehow merge into a topographic map from bird eye view. Um, and then the map starts to rotate. It's a two, so people march on 2D surface, but, the map start to rotate in a 3D fashion. And then we can basically see a side wheel, a cross section of all the topography. Oh my goodness. Like I do, I do love our on the grid motion, right? Cause it is very Calban, but I, I always, uh, will, uh, I got into, I guess, drill riding mainly because of those crazy uh, geometric drum core-esque uh, what's it? I mean, Calvin tried to do the rotating uh, pyramid once. That was a. I thought that was a pretty lit effort in terms of Calchart. But if I could, I would love to do more stuff like that because I do love geometric in general because of just how simple it is. All right. I think this very important question needs to be addressed. This is from the audience. How many steps are in initial sixty-four? I have, I have a very long answer that will require a calculator. Does someone want to check my math here? Let's do it. Let's do it. Raj okay. does. All right. <laughs> you ready? No. Okay. Sure. Sure. Okay. Initial sixty-four has um, sixty-four steps because of the following reasons. So, from from a purely mathematical standpoint, um, if you think about the phrase initial sixty-four, there are many things that come to mind. 
one thing people often miss is that you have to convert the word initial 64 into numbers. So for example, A would be one, B would be two, C would be three. So when I think about initial as numbers, it would be as follows. I is equal to nine, N is equal to 14, I is equal to nine, T is equal to 20, I is equal to nine, A is equal to one, L is equal to 12. So if you add all those up, you get 74. But wait, that's not initial 64. So you have to separate the six and four into two numbers two numbers, so you have to add them up and they make 10. So if you subtract 60, if you subtract 10 from 74, you get 64. Therefore, there are 64 steps in initial 64. So I checked the math um, and uh, <laughs> it looks like it checks out. Um, oh yeah, thank you, thank you, Raj. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Raj, thank you, thank you for validating me. Um, I will check the letters though later. Or actually, while we're doing this, while everybody else answers. Yeah, no, do it, do it, do it. Just for clarification for some of our audience members, what exactly is initial 64? You're getting ready to start the game, right? And you're, you're packed with the other 200 members of Cal Band in this very narrow tunnel that is known as North Tunnel. Um, if you want to search up North Tunnel Cal Band Memorial Stadium, you can see what we're talking about. And then the second that can booms, you have to go and march out in uh, tunnel step and you get into a wedge in a sense. Um, you pretty much get into a triangle that to start the game, to start pregame, to start the entire official game day festivities, we then march 64 steps south away from uh, North Tunnel. The even more important question is again from the audience but I need a very concise, real definition of stunt. Go. What, what, what does stunt stand for? Okay, so obviously there's five letters in stunt. The acronym goes as follows. And that's pretty much what stunt is. Roger, you, you cut out a little bit there. It really has a long history. Each one of the, each one of the words uh, in the seven word phrase has a long history, so. I agree, I agree with that assessment. I think it's a pretty good definition. I disagree. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I think I think stunt stands for sandwich, tea, udon, nuts, and treats because we are hungry. So everything is food. Oh yeah, and the tea is bu uh, bubble tea exclusively. Oh my God, to provide more context behind uh, hungry stunts, uh, literally our first meeting, I got them food, right? We got like this whole cabinet. Again, this is like pre-COVID. Um, I got them all this food and then, you know, I turn around and all the food was eaten because uh, they were all hungry. All right. To bring this back to a more serious note, given the virtual format this year and living in quarantine, how has this marching season been different from past years? Yeah, I think uh, I was really thinking about this question and there are a lot of things that are very different, um, but I think this year we, we've had to adapt more than usual, I would say. Um, specifically, how I see it is that every single year we have a schedule set for us, but this year we've had to set our own schedule because you know, it's, it's, it's hard to rely on different, different things at this point. Um, so I think it's all about making the season our own and trying to find ways to still um, do things together as a band, even if we're apart. And um, it's really about trying to get out of, I guess, a, a box and trying to really think beyond that and 
trying to see what we can do together um, as a group, even if it's it's hard to kind of like always stay productive. Uh, but I think this year's stunt has really um, changed it up. Uh, so I'll, I'll let them talk about their process a little bit because I think it's really them that's leading leading this. Yeah, I feel like um, one of the biggest things that's a little bit different is that this year it's especially um, important to keep morale up. Um, during the normal season, you know, we have our football games, we get to see each other at rehearsals, but because everything is virtual, I think it's a little more dif difficult to sort of stay connected and have a good time. But uh, the TAs have been super amazing at being very active. They did such a good job at FTP and the members and recruits have all been super receptive. So we are very lucky to have such an amazing band who is so receptive to all the stuff that we throw at them. Just on, on what Elise said, I feel this season, um, like it's true for other seasons, but more true for this season is people come to band because they see community. Um, and our role as some member, um, we still chart, we still teach TAs, um, TAs still teach marching, but I feel uh, we are more here to facilitate this community for people to come and make friends and seek connections or support. Um, because other seasons, people might come to band because we actually do performances and I like there's people cheering for us. But this season, we don't really have that much people like outside audience cheering. Um, and COVID is like quarantine is really lonely for everyone, honestly. Um, and we all come here because we miss people and uh, we miss band, we miss our friends. We want to make more friends, we want to see the recruits because we, we always welcome and love new people. Just a follow up. Raj, uh, you're part of one of the very first halftime shows that have been made in the one entirely virtual format. Do you want to describe a little bit how that went and like what were the most rewarding parts of that experience? Definitely. I think we had to definitely pivot a bunch in terms of how we really wanted to present the show to the band, um, but also to like the wider audience, right? I do believe that this technically opens up a lot more opportunities in terms of how we can really creatively show our overall show, right? And so um, obviously the process was a lot different. Some we, like, we worked on uh, outside of the show itself for around a week and a half for easily, I'd probably say 50 plus hours spread among a couple people uh, was editing the show in terms of creating a little music video for it. And that process was from people playing and like they're playing or doing random skits based off of Nickelodeon skits that they remember as kids or just any Nickelodeon like kind of dances that they know to us compiling those organizing them to us editing those and to us compiling it and while obviously those 50 hours it's almost like the equivalent or replacement of, of practicing the show in a sense but yet again the entire intention of it is to really keep that energy within the band and also just the community like hey like sure, like this situation is not great as it is, but we can make the best out of it. And we can still, we are still one as a community. I think what you really talked about as us being a community is super important and really what rep represent what Cal Band is. So that was really that entire process. And I think hopefully that's what we can really communicate with our members um, for this year and also future years of potential Cal Banders. Yeah, and we definitely appreciate all the hard work that you've put in for this season. 
you know, while we have you all here, we thought that we would play a game of impressions. So what we're going to do is we're going to go around in a circle, we'll say a name, and then you all will give your best impersonation of whoever we've said. Uh, does anyone have a good impression of Mary? Her, 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 her. One thing she's gotten to recently is the, is that, oh, you were my stunt members, and she would like, <laughs> she would like squeeze our cheeks virtually, um, just kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to come off audio. <laughs> like, um, if you can imagine us like reaching towards the camera and like squeezing cheeks, that's what <laughs> I think audio wise, you'll just hear me and Elise going, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> um, Bear back, guys, and you pick up my boba. If you ever want to call with Mary, expect every like, not 15, every like 13 and a half minutes for her like grandfather clock to go like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Perfectly, exactly. And I don't, I, you, you think you know the times and then it'll happen at 5.56, 34 seconds. And you're like, I don't know, where, where did they come from? So. Can you hear that? <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> wow, that was perfect. <laughs> All right, does anyone have an impression of a lead? Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> I am the best at Mario Kart and TH. <laughs> Yo, like, no one can beat me. Like, actually, no one. Like, actually, no one. 99%. 99.9%. <laughs> Please stop. Should Excuse I'll be me. roasting Raymond or something, insulting him. All right. I want a, an impression of Raj. Oh. Yet again. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yet again. Uh, you know, we have to think of the the top-down perspective. Uh, will not always come come across well to 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 the audience. Like, I definitely agree awesome. with with your with what you're saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. You know, like, <laughs> yikes! Yeah, you are my best friend, right? He sings a lot. He does it in his voice that I refuse to imitate. I know. You see, he sings a lot of like like those kinds of songs. He likes that era of music it's like when like the, like the music you listen to when you were in middle school does anyone have an impression of wait just being asleep on the call no it's, it's guys uh, i'm sorry i have to go i'm meeting colin for a date <laughs> oh <laughs> no i think my favorite UAE quote is i'm extremely hungry sleepy and smelly and I don't know what to deal with first. <laughs> this is <laughs> I had a dream last night that I was charting and I came across this like amazing thing, something about topology and rocks. <laughs> Can't make it. I have to go to Yosemite. Who has something for Esther? We, we. We get <laughs> No, I would say like if I had money, I would throw it and just like look cool. Sorry guys, I'm in another meeting right now. <laughs> this is just starting to get a roast session for everyone. It I know. <laughs> no, 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 I, I mean that in the best way. I gotta go to my frat. My frat is doing something right now. <laughs> I posted about her frat during a stone meeting. <laughs> just kidding, she never did that. I feel like everything, every time I do something like really dumb, I'll, I'll always hear like an Esther sigh. All right, who has? Hannah, you're the last one here. Oh my God. You guys, you know, it's very chill, it's very chill, it's fine, it's good. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Oh? That's valid. <laughs> I, I see you, I see you. that's valid. 
And oh my gosh, in Hannah's Zoom call, she always have that fake smile and like she will nod like <laughs> when you say like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you have that one prepared. <laughs> You're so wholesome. <laughs> Yay comes after me so hard, man. It's because we've just been working on part of the decade, isn't it, Yay? My goodness. It is my true honor to work with such a wonderful human being. I learned a lot, Hannah. Honestly, I feel that Zoom etiquette is very good. And I try to apply it to uh, my other Zoom meetings. Try to smile and nod like Hannah. I feel it is very polite. Oh, boy. That got heated very quick. Yeah. (laughs) You thought this was a wholesome talk about it. (laughs) Okay, last but not least, Raymond, who has some good impressions for Raymond. Well, half the time he's like falling asleep on the couch during Zoom meetings. So we'd be like, good night, Raymond. For me on that, it's it's not even just him falling asleep. It's that like, he'll try to style it every time he wakes up. Like, so he'll be asleep. And then like, we'll all know he's asleep. We've all, we've already established this. But then he'll be like. He'll <laughs> 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 just be, <laughs> yeah, he'll act like nothing happened. That was just great. Raymond has a little bit of a frat boy in him. When he gets really excited about something, he's always like, let's go, <laughs> you know? Or so it's like, he always does like the, the slaps his hand to his other hand kind of thing. Or like, um, what's something he says? He's like, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> and he has like these catchphrases that he does. Like, he hasn't said it that much recently, but excuses are the nails that build the house of failure <laughs> stuff like that oh Hannah's is doing her impersonation like better than we did <laughs> oh <laughs> oh I mean, I totally <laughs> before we wrap up just really quickly um, what are some cool things that you've done to uh just bond as a as a stunt committee we only work no bonding i i think one of the more iconic things that i think has become pretty public to the band was uh, one night during tayoff which became as much as a 24-7 thing that <laughs> as usual tapes is. But one night um, we were kind of like writing out our schedule for the next day near the end of wrapping up like that 8, 9, or like that 10 p.m.-ish kind of time. Um, and we, we saw a word, a couple words that kind of rhymed. And we were like, yo, this is kind of a bar. Um, and uh, we connected to, to a, uh, a different song and then we copied that. <laughs> the lyrics from that entire the first version of that song um and made a stunt version of it so as a team we actually ended up creating a cool rap song and then as us i think one theme of our stunt is we always take that extra extra step so we actually ended up making a little music video um based off of <laughs> our rap song so uh, that is something that we uh, indeed did wow that sounds really amazing um one thing that i do want to turn your attention to was um, previously, when we did a little test run of this podcast, I think Elise said something really interesting about what you guys might do as a committee. Um, let's just play that sound really quickly for you all, just to refresh your memories. <laughs> That's good. Also, a fun fact is that everyone in the stunt is Asian. So uh, you should expect a K-pop dance cover within the next few weeks. All right. So all can right. we have a K-pop dance cover from you all in the next few weeks? Yes. All right, Elise is very confident. I'm with Elise because I support my friend. What, December, December 4th? Is that when it is? December 5th. 
December 5th. Yes. Save the date. All right. Um, as we wrap up, do you have any parting thoughts for the audience? Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Beavs. I love you, PR Con. I miss you. She brought it back wholesome again. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the very end of our second episode. Wow. Thank you so much, Stunts, for coming on to vibe with us. And thank you for listening. We hope you are having a fun time just getting to know everyone in band beyond the uniform. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode. Take care, everyone, and go Bears! Woo! <laughs> <laughs>